It looks like someone went crazy with a glue gun in there. Unending showers of meat. Broadcasting from the Penny Arcade Expo in Seattle, Washington. Ask for Christian charity, please, sir. I'm a cripple. I have the mung. I've got leprosy. Pax Prime. Some so. douche came up to me, fake coughed on me, which is real coughing if you didn't know, <laughs> and told me I was infected. I almost got kicked out of the con because I wanted to throw him down an escalator. Packs coverage by geeks just like you. It's going to have goop on it of some kind. Somebody at some point has sneezed or wiped their nose or coughed into their hand or scratched their balls and then touched that controller. Welcome to the Geekhorrific.com Casts. Notice you moved it farther away from me. I just moved it closer to me. <laughs> Liar. Don't. You're worried about my impulse control. Uh, I am. I am. So does my wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so many jokes. So many. So, yeah. so many, so yeah. many but, but I have the shotgun approach, right? I just throw out as many as possible, hoping at least one of the pellets strikes. <laughs> Oh, most, God. most of the time, I'm just destroying drywall instead of hitting the target. <laughs> One of these jokes. <laughs> We're not going for accuracy points here. We're going That's for kills. Right. Oh, how you doing, Jeff? We're back. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, exhausted, but fantastic. Exhausted, I, I, time, like usual. Every time you, I'm on here, I'm so tired. Poor <laughs> me, hit a work at PAX. <laughs> Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, dude. Oh, moderate no, panel. Yeah, I have to produce a really popular game and like hobnob with people. <laughs> <laughs> Good point, well made. <laughs> if I could only tell you how exhausting it is yes. to be this fucking awesome. <laughs> That's uh, the title of my memoir. <laughs> I need to nap from the awesome. So, for everybody who's listening, uh, we are being oh, we're joined. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're being joined by for all three uh, of you. Uh, by Jeff Callis, who, uh, what, like, last time you described your job at Penny Arcade, it was mostly ad sales it and is, it stuff. Still it still is. Mm-hmm. But now you're, but, but you were also a part. Per- that's, that's public. <laughs> right, but you were also, like, a, you produced the Rain Slick, all I the did. Rain Slick games, or no, just the third one? Uh, no, I was not involved with the first two. I joined midway through that dev cycle. Okay. And, uh, uh, yeah, so when, when it got resurrected again, uh-huh. um, I said, hey... Well, the first two didn't work out, and you weren't a part of it, so let's maybe see what happens if you are a part of it. <laughs> now, and, and you, you mean the guy that worked in the games industry yeah, for yeah. 11 fucking years. <laughs> oh, maybe he might have something contr- to contribute yeah, to our game. So, so yeah, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. to. What I had forgotten, though, is the minutia and mm, the little oh, tiny yes. BS things that come with producing, like reminding... Uh, Getting Speak a, into the mic. Getting your mic closer. Uh, right, sorry. You think I know this? I've been. <laughs> okay, Luke. Here's the clue: if you speak into the mic and you pull back from the mic and it's glistening on the mic, <laughs> bad. <laughs> Fuck that. Deep throat. Mm. It is the only time that a glistening. <laughs> this is a bad thing. This isn't fucking Twilight. If it sparkles, it's not good. <laughs> it's not, not happy. Well, <laughs> Never mind. I w- Twilight gets bashed enough. I won't make the easy Twilight joke there. But uh, 
But see, now all I can picture is you deep throating that mic. Yes. And I'm right. so confused. <laughs> and it's sparkling. Um, yeah. No, just like all the stupid little emails about, oh, have you made sure to do this and do this and do that? And, and that part I'd forgotten. I just remembered the creative <laughs> aspects of being able to collaborate, collaborate with talented people and find creative solutions to gameplay problems. And that part was great. <laughs> and I love doing that again. I just forgot how much garbage emails you have to deal with yeah. To, yeah. when yeah. producing. Oh, but yeah. at the same time, I, I wouldn't... Uh, it helps that it turned into a really good game. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, always, yeah. it's always a lot more fun to work on a game that's good as opposed to <laughs> the occasional time uh, I've had to work on games that didn't turn out so well. <laughs> Hey, Matthew, yeah. you want to come work at us at Nightcaster? No, but we've got a really great... No. That's an awesome <laughs> IP. No. <laughs> so, with every year, we, we ask the same question. Like, how was your PAX? What did you do? What did I do? What was the coolest part? So, I, I think this this year I set a record for the least amount of minutes ever spent in the Expo Hall by myself. Personally. Oh. I don't... I don't... During actual Expo Hall nah, hours... Fuck it, you didn't I miss didn't, much. Really? I was going to ask you guys. <laughs> no, I have no idea. Totally. I mean, aside, I saw, we just sat here for forty minutes talking about all the cool shit we saw oh. in the expo hall. Oh, okay. so, ah, I didn't. Okay. I know I that, like, oh, I know really? that your exhausted brain doesn't quite catch the sarcasm as, know, as easily. I didn't catch the sarcasm at all. No, it was uh, it was really good. It was um, uh, the the difference this year is we actually had a booth for Rain Slick. Um, the game came out a couple months ago, but uh, we're launching the iOS and Android versions uh, in October. So we had the first portable, the first time we'd shown it on, on iPad. Um, so I was involved in making sure that all worked, although we had a great uh, marketing guy that, that took a lot of that off, off my uh, shoulders. And then, once again, I produced, for lack of a better term, the live Dungeons & Dragons panel. Um, oh, yeah. For those who got a chance to see it. Um, it's... It's pretty crazy. It's ba- it's it's yeah. It's stage managing a two hour play, except you just don't know what the script is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the only difference. And if it's it, kind of like working a strip club, then. <laughs> well, <laughs> I will it's never now Jerry to the main stage. <laughs> Jerry to the main stage. <laughs> to, no, I won't go there. I won't. I won't. I won't make some sort of sexual innuendo about Will, but um, <laughs> it's, uh, no, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's just, the only thing you can really plan for is the introduction. So I spend weeks, sometimes months, just making sure everything's lined up to make the introduction as cool as we can with the minimum resources we're allowed, and, uh, and then hope that I've got things that will play into the game once it starts. Oh, yeah. So, like, we, uh, this so year... So something happens and you're kind of scrambling, like, what have we got we well, can that's, use? That's exactly what happened, because I, I, this year, I was like, okay, last year was awesome, but it was a pain in the butt, and for those who didn't see it, basically, each character had their own little mini set on stage that we had constructed, styrofoam, whatever, uh-huh, yeah. that was central to their character, so the, the cleric had this, like, little mini church that he appeared in, and the dwarf broke through a styrofoam wall because he was the tank and that he, nice. he always charges things and nice. and so but all these pieces was crazy so this year I went okay I'm not going to do any of that I'm going to pre-produce as much as we did so we hired Chris Straub um, who uh, works with Scott Kurtz and they had a show on, on PATV called Blamimations yeah yes uh, so, some anime yep. so I said hey I want a Blamimation intro I want you to draw nice. the four characters nice. and do this thing 
And uh, it turned out fantastic. Awesome. But one of the other things we also did is, um, so when you go bowling and you uh, you get a turkey, they got the goofy, stupid little animation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had them create those for when they had crit misses and crit hits. Oh, oh that's nice. awesome. Nice. The problem is, is I'm backstage and they'll roll. And they don't tell me what goddamn number they rolled. <laughs> they just like all I have to go off is body language, and sometimes oh, it's a three, no. and it's two, and I didn't. It was hard to sync up the the file. We didn't add enough little black time before and after oh, okay. the video yeah. files. So I thank God I thought far enough ahead to make a new guest account on my laptop that had a bare. Window oh. <laughs> screen because a couple times on the big screen, hey, that's my desktop. So they can't see all the porn. Well, that was mostly my concern. <laughs> this is my uh, yeah. Don't don't ignore the fact that uh, you know boobtube.com is <laughs> my URL back page. It's it's at the living desktop actually. So. It, <laughs> It's like you don't have to load the browser. It cycles through all my porn sites. <laughs> You've got the NaughtyAmerica.com widget right there. <laughs> one, of those, one of those little dancing girl visualizers. Do you play the MP3? No, I, was the only one I, I thought I was the only one that knew about these things. <laughs> Apparently not. No, I have the collection Diana, Laura, Susan. Awesome. So you just, yeah, <laughs> Lex, Lexus, Porsche, Mercedes. Are those your cars? No, they're my strippers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, wow, we got way off topic. There we uh, go. So, yeah, so, so, so there was that. And then, of course, I had my, my standard array of uh, five or six panels um, that I just moderated or was on. So speaking, speaking of speaking of which, here's okay. our segue. Okay, I, well, I, I'm actually, gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna discuss. Actually. Uh, every year, I, I've always talked about how one of my favorite panels is the uh, is the uh, pitch your own game design panel uh, because I love watching you guys heckle people. Like that's you, my favorite panel too. You and Greg and whoever else you get, yeah. like just heckling the shit out of people is pretty awesome. So we we got in there, and this was the first year that I actually got up and pitched something. And it was because we, we had this discussion yesterday, and uh, unfortunately, we talked about this on the Lost episode. Just so you know, yesterday's recording got corrupted, and we didn't. Yesterday's show the is lost gone. Lost episode. Um, awesome. So, uh, <laughs> it, aren't it, they all corrupted, <laughs> sort of, in a way? If you think about it, yeah, sure. Well, there's there's a difference. There's the ones that are corrupt. Dead, which is <laughs> oh, corrupting. Yeah. And then the one, yes, yeah. and then when they're broadcast, they're corrupting. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, I, we, we had talked about the fact that we kept getting approached by nerds uh, all day, and I, I was like a magnet for people to interrupt my conversations and tell me, you know, that I was wrong about something. <laughs> uh, so we we so developed it's just like the podcast. We, we we were sitting there talking about this because we had also talked about the discussion of of the. Um, of the picture game design panel, so we came up with this game called uh, Well Actually, and it was. I don't know if we. Yeah, I don't know if we talked about this on the first show. So it's a basically it's a it's a um, a game where you, you start as a low level nerd and you pick a specialization like comic books or video games or whatever, and you you wander around crowded nerd environments like game shops and comic book shops and con- conventions and. <laughs> Uh, listen in on people's conversations and when there is a conversation that that, uh, you can interject, you get like a little kind of nerdy sense thing and you hit a button and your character raises a finger and goes, well actually (laughs) and you, you 
interrupt the conversation and then you you know you correct something you get a little dialogue wheel and you correct them with whatever you pick and if you pick the right ones and you get you know you get more experience for appropriately making the person uncomfortable and cornering them and uh, um, so it's Andy Fidel the video game (laughs) (laughs) Andy Fidel the video game right (laughs) at correct catastrophe on Twitter Um, and so and it was it was born of the fact that yesterday that happened to me like four fucking times uh, like legitimately and and so you need to just stop where being this wrong is... about shit at PAX that's what <laughs> like, much. I, I wasn't gonna go there but I wanted to well Sorry. actually yeah. okay so, so wait a minute wait a minute needing to be research. corrected wait a minute yes. the second time the second time that this happened the person who quote unquote corrected me repeated every fucking thing I said to the person I was talking to he just phrased so, it in woman speak that's all so that Shannon could understand he mansplained it yeah, yeah mansplained it exactly so uh, not only was this the first year that I've actually stood up and done a game pitch I actually won which you did surprised me I had nothing to do with that um, yeah. well that's not true I, I know that I know that but, he, but I did I didn't it was a consensus first pick Without my input, uh, explain this to me. I, I, I'm curious because I know that um, that was actually something that I was a little worried about because right before the panel started, I like I walked up to the it panel and I'm like, "Hey, Jeff, how's it going?" And I shake your hand dropping. and I said, "Like, you know, I talked yeah. to everybody." Oh, they and I didn't was even like, remember, by <laughs> but sure. But I was actually kind of, I, you know, I I wanted to get up there and do something funny, but yeah. I I was like not expecting to win, and I was kind of worried. Like, I'm like, "Well, well, what if I get in the top three? Are people going to think it's like bullshit?" Nobody cares. No one clearly, cares. but it's for fun. But so anyway, did you what, actually win anything? Yes, yeah. actually, I we won have, a prize. We have, we I got goofy oh, cool. prizes. Oh, I got some, a some goofy something. I got a Pax medallion, which is actually really cool. Um, I got a, a I can't remember the name of the artist book that I got. What's, oh, Chris uh, Straub. He's Chris the guy Straub. who did the Blams. Oh, oh, okay. He oh, is the guy who I just animated. connected. And actually, that went to uh, that went to Eddie because he and I were kind of. Co-producers it, it, oh, of this game idea, yeah, yeah. right? So that's good. The, um, the, the trickle-down economy works. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I got a Canadian candy bar. Yeah, uh, that's crunchy. clearly, and which I ate on the way to this podcast, which is actually <laughs> the best fucking thing in that pack. Uh, and then a <laughs> wait a minute, I gave you a steam code for Rain Slick Three. <laughs> a steam code for Rain Slick Free and Three, and then a, a what's the card game called? I can't fucking remember. Oh, it's in my car. Like paint I got it and it's I put it in my paint the line. Paint the line, right? Well, okay. actually, it's called Paint the Line. <laughs> Well done. Uh, Five experiences points to you. So, yeah, I mean, it was was, 20 obnoxious. 20 obnoxious points. It was a really cool prize for for fucking getting up and You also, in the thing, there's a a coupon for it's it's actually the first place. I didn't put the dollar amount. $35 off at the PA store online. Where? Where was that? It should, it was, it had the number three or the number one on it, and it was a little strip of paper inside the bag with the medallion, which you probably. No, it I was didn't. on the wrapper of the candy bar. You suck. You, you uh-huh. ate that. that. It's right there. If you open that up, that will have a coupon code that you right. can use at our store for $35. Off. Okay, so so I, I'm, I'm very curious. Explain to me how the process of me winning happened because... So when, when we're judging, basically, um, during that, that second round, after we heard everyone that we think, okay, well, there might be something here. We'll follow up. Um, all of us just kind of take notes and star the top three or four that we really like. Okay. Um, what we're looking for is uh, either the core concept is unique. Um, we can we can it's easily understood. That's why a lot of these folks that come up here that have the I have an 
RTS. Oh yeah, they just throw out fifteen yeah, genres: that, that super RPG, yeah. MMO, yeah. zombie, space. hunt, yeah. role playing, like, like shooter. 15, 15 <laughs> elements, and always ends with with RPG elements. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> because they think that's going to be the most hilarious fucking thing that anyone's well, ever heard. I mean. In reality, they're probably making a semi-real game that someone's working, but they're just mashing all these genres together, and you lose whatever the concept is. So uh-huh. they, they end up getting eliminated. Um, <laughs> the what what since we're all in the industry in one way or another up there on the panel, what we are actually looking for are games that we would like to play. Okay. Um, and if the mechanic is easily understood, that excels in that sort of environment because you're giving a really quick pitch. Um, so your concept was really easy to wrap our heads around. First of all, it was the setting was something we were all familiar with. We have both been the <laughs> victim of well the, actually, yeah, well as, as, well, actually. as well as the cause. <laughs> yeah. You could not be in a nerd without at some point correcting a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. No. All right. Because so, after oh you produce God. this game, we're coming out with the sequel called Actually in the Rules. <laughs> actually. In- <laughs> In the rules. Uh, that's good. It's a franchise it now. Franchise. Uh, Your uh, skill in rules lowering has increased by one. So, yeah, you're, instead of having four different gameplay mechanics, you had one, but it was really easy to understand progression and aggression. And in our, we were able in our heads, whether it was the game you actually pitched or not, we could all see how it worked in our okay. own. Like, okay, yeah, I, I see a Mass Effect dialogue wheel. Okay, I collect more facts which allow me to interrupt more conversations, which allow me to, to level uh-huh. up. If I interrupt the conversation with the wrong information, like I mentioned actually at the panel, I said this reminds me of the sword fighting from Monkey Island <laughs> yeah. where you yeah. learn the insults. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, well, now I learned this new fact. I leveled right. down temporarily, but now I can use this. And so it was really super easy to wrap our heads around. And plus it had that funny element of really appealing to that audience. Yes. Because, cool. like I said, so... That was it. That was what it came down but to. You kept we had a harder time figuring out second and third than we did. You kept first. saying that you had nothing to do with it, because, and I'm kind of curious so, why you say that. So like, when all the judges came, came, you know, we all pull our chairs together and start looking at our list. Uh, immediately, Chris was like, sorry. Mm-hmm. "Well, actually, in Park Friends, like yes." <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> I, 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 I had it starred, I, but I, I was not gonna. Push for it. That's but, awesome. But yeah, so out of curiosity, I know there was a live stream of that panel. It's archived for a while. Is it archived for a yeah, while? Because so, I actually want to watch it from yeah, an outside yeah. perspective. Because yeah. I'm used to going and watching that panel and and stuff. But standing in line, it's like a weird, different perspective yeah, yeah, you, on like you you're, don't really you're so focused on what you wanted to say. I, I spent do. most of yeah. my time in that line looking at the floor, trying to figure out how I was going to pitch it and which elements I was going to go with first because it was only 45 seconds. So I was like, I missed a whole fuckload of those yeah. things. So <laughs> can I tell this? Yes, I'm going to see if I can abbreviate the story. So, uh, because we do this panel at every PAX, um, I always have those moments where, oh, I should have said. You know, yes, absolutely. I'm, so, at the very first PAX East, a guy gets up and, and pitches this game. And the, the, the game is all to get to the title, which is the, the punchline. And it's he's like, here's my game. It's a, it's a premise where, you know, you're going out to dinner and, um, you know, they, they mess up the bill and things get messed up. So you don't have to pay the bill, but you still want to be nice to the waitress. So just the tip. <laughs> so the whole point of this, this 
all his setups ended with just, just the tip. tip. Oh, God. So I, days later, said, oh, I have the perfect response. And I chambered it. Uh. And the guy at the last PAX East actually got in line and pitched just the tip too. Oh. And I went, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I have had this chambered for three years. <laughs> Here is my chance to I get the you. if only. So I'm like, no, no, I've got it. I've got the sequel. You're at this crappy job and your friend, he messes up, but you have to take the fall so you get fired. You get the shaft. <laughs> and I got a great laugh and the other judge is like well Jeff you're to the second round <laughs> how often do you get this opportunity very where rare. you're like yes I, like, I gotta rare. live out this dream of oh I should have said and I gotta say it <laughs> that's awesome, awesome. Right. so it relates to the panel anyway you, I just, gotta, you gotta replay <laughs> seriously yeah, I yeah, gotta, right? basically gotta continue I, it was awesome so anyway I'm like so I, what's the pressure with those panels is you want to come up with the really one line, but at the same time, you get these ideas where you're like, man, I have nothing to work with. <laughs> yeah. so sometimes, sometimes the punchline is, sit the hell down. Yeah. Uh, well, to, to be honest, like I was actually surprised with some of the ones that you let through because... I was too. You let you let and and I don't mean you specifically. No, no, I mean the no, panel, but, but like you guys let like seventy percent of the 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 pitches through to the second round this time. Well, now so and what went against us? I've gotten really good at measuring how long the line is versus how much time we have. Sure. Um, so I I what happened was, <laughs> and and I can look and see what we've passed and what we haven't passed and basically figure out how long the second half of the panel is going to go okay based on right that. right so what what had happened is that we had seen i had seen um first of all the panel wasn't as highly attended as as it normally is and because it was the first panel on sunday morning yeah and we were going against um a panel that all hardcore penny arcade fans wanted to see and that was uh was it robert robert robert, yeah. robert did a a q and a um his last name, Big Koo. Yeah. Um, and it's the only one he's going to do at Prime ever. Like, wow. He did one at East, and he did one at Prime. And, and he did it opposite it. the pitcher game design panel. Oh, that me, I son of a bitch. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> it's not him. I know who does the schedules. <laughs> and I said, what the hell are you doing? First of all, you're giving me 1030 in the morning. You're putting me against Robert. And they go, well, the problem is, is we need something to stream in that theater at that time. So really? I, I, I took one for the team to, so that we could be internet famous. I got something for you to stream in a theater. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you have okay, to go, you gotta go down to first half <laughs> and, and talk to the... His name is Bruce. <laughs> He's really nice. He'll wave the cover charges. Tell him Jeff. He sent you. Oh, boy. <laughs> Ask for Danusha. Uh, I know... <laughs> I just make it up and and, and bring your own blindfold. That's bring your own blindfold. They um, have a theater. I was I I was I really wish that there was a guy that got up in that panel and pitched a game called Fetus Frenzy that was one of the most one of the most one of the most awkward pitches because it was so 
Uh, like okay, so by by world. comparison, by comparison, there was another pitch called um, the Velvet Wings of something. He, he, went, second, the he went second place. The, it, the was, wings it was of calamity. Velvet, Velvet wings, wings, wings of calamity. calamity, and it was about a butterfly flying or trapped in a house that's full of kittens trying to kill it, and you are manipulating the environment to kill the kittens. You're like you're <laughs> manipulating the environment to smash them under things or to lure them into fire. You fires totally want to play this game? Yeah, yeah. yeah. you can yeah. kill a kitten, Absolutely. right? Yeah. You can kill a kitten on a stove. And that is that's awesome. right. They, and he had a PowerPoint a, thing on his iPad. On his iPad. Yeah. And even even that pitch was awkward, right? Be like you're killing fucking kittens, kittens right? Yeah. And, but then fetus frenzy comes up, and we're all just like, <laughs> and, and, all and the, the room, it's it's like you get laughter or you get Ooh. groaning or you get dead fucking silence. silence. And fetus frenzy was dead silence. And I. There's part of me that really wished I could have been up there for that one because I leaned over to my buddy Shane, who you know is yeah. sitting next to me, and the guy's like, "Well, you're in the fetus and you're, you know, you're trying to survive and it's on connect and you're like rolling around and doing this shit." And I'm like, "What are you doing? What? Do you, how do you survive? That you're fending off coat hangers?" I kid you not. I almost said, "What is the end boss? A coat hanger?" And I stopped myself. I just exactly. Oh my god. I, I almost said like it, and I actually time. censored myself. It was one of the few times <laughs> that I did. I oh, my God. I did make the sir, garrote your enemies with the umbilical cord joke. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't as bad. But. Well, again, and uh, oh and Shane, Shane was like, what are you What are you trying to kick your own twin out yeah, of the womb exactly. just so you can survive? And like, But it was just like... You get bonus points if you absorb him. <laughs> <laughs> you become stronger. Oh, my goodness. What is the secret ending to that eject dumpster, baby? No, I don't... It was, I don't know. It, it, was, it was really, really awkward. The game just ends with a giant glowing orb of light. Light, light. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly ovular. And then that's it. <laughs> oh my god. That's it. There was the girl that was in front. Like I, you, while you were concentrating, you know, I'm, I'm, you were not. I was not. I was not because I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a random winger. I just wing fucking everything. So there's a girl in front of me. And she pitches the whole like you're trapped in a tower fucking thing. Oh, oh yeah, 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 the yeah, way yeah. You're going back in yeah. time yeah, to previous lives, to, basically to not make the game happen. <laughs> I <need> them <laughs> yeah, you're going back in time to not make the game that you just spent your life playing not happen. <laughs> Can the designers of Final Fantasy 13 do that? Yeah, and so I mean, and there, so that was just one of the ones I remember, and I'm just like. What the fuck? Like, seriously. <laughs> what do you I mean, I understand you're not supposed to pitch anything serious, but don't get up. I wouldn't want to get up there and make myself look like a total ass. Like, really? Because that's what you did. I did, though, but I did because I did because after I got up there, my mouth, my head and mouth filter just like snap. And it was just like, say whatever comes to your mind. Say whatever comes to your mind. And so here no, I am. No, trust me. It'll work. Yeah, trust me. Yeah. Right? So I tell, I tell, okay, so they're asking me. I pitch a game called Sticks and Stones with fighting game characters that have sticks and stones and other characters that fight with words. That is super funny that then I made the joke and you guys are... I, I didn't realize that you guys were friends. Yeah. And so when I'm like, oh, this is how words hurt you. With Well, actually. Yes. You yes. And you, I oh. just about died when you said that and the pe- Shane and Shannon, the people that we were sitting with, are like, Bwah! Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, and, Je- and, and Jeff and um, the other guy sitting next... 
which to my to so, your right. Well, to your to my, left. To my right. To your left would have been pork fry. Pork fry. Yeah. yeah. Says, well, well, words can't hurt you. What are the mechanics? Don't worry about the mechanics. They'll work. Trust me. <laughs> He's like, right? trust me. They'll work. They're and fine. Jeff is like, are you, are you a dev? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I've been in production meetings where I'm like, how is this going to work? And they're like, no, no, we'll no. take care of it. Don't worry about it. We got it. What was what was really a shame though was pork fry doing this like just. He had the most brilliant shtick with that that nobody was getting. No, he he was, because he was he was he was saying like, "How do words hurt me? Words can't hurt me." But then he he took it to that sarcasm level where he's like. <gasps> Words can't hurt me, you know. And like with the sad face, and nobody oh. in the audience was catching that. It's ten thirty in the morning. Ki- it was killing me. Yeah. I was just like, that was so awesome. What's funny is pork is normally so over the top, so no one expects the subtle. <laughs> oh, man. But Chris yeah. was Chris was he was very quiet. And then would just fling one those liner. one liners oh, one in liner. there, just and like that's why, Yeah, that's why I get him on the panel is because I. I when when we're just sitting around talking, I don't think there's anyone in the world that makes me laugh as hard as Chris Straub. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he has this humor, and it's 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 usually very dry, but uh-huh. you can you can get him to crack up. But yeah, just normal conversation. He is really good at just making it evolve into the the funniest stuff. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, well, I a mean, lot of if it's he's, unprincipled if he's the, or unspeakable. Yeah, but that's but, the thing. But, if yeah. he's in charge of the Blaminations, I understand that because yeah. that's the kind of humor it, those are. It, you know, exactly. <laughs> like, you see that when him and and Scott get together, I just I lose it when they start riffing on each other. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there, we've yeah, apparently my entire pack consisted of that panel and D and D. Wow, and that was it. So okay, so it. what what it. else no. have you? What else did you do during this I, show? I, like, honestly. What, um, just I'm being keep distracted. talking. Okay, I'm good. Don't worry about um, it. All right, it's all right. fine. Okay, sorry. Shiny object. Shiny um, object. <laughs> no. Uh, so we did a panel about Rain Slick Three, which is awesome. We just talked about the process, and it I was almost, a, it was I a first. You like. <laughs> you really should have. It was a good shiny object. Um, uh, no, the uh, it was good to talk. Is the first time I had a chance to talk to fans after the game had been out, and they asked a bunch of great questions about the the, the lore. Right on. The myths of that. Um, what I really like, actually, is, um, and I think I've discussed it before. I also moderate the PAX Ten. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Panel and uh, just the, the quality of these indie games. Like I remember when Bastion was a PAX Ten game. Yes. Yeah. And it catapults into this wonderful, fantastic yeah. uh, indie success story. Mm-hmm. Um, Cannon Brawl this year. Cannon Brawl looked cool. Is artillery. For the next generation, yes, it yeah. is super high quality. The tutorial and you know my background from Nintendo, I you know for me it's all about communicating to the player how your game mechanics work. It has one of the best tutorials of not just indie games, but most professional games. To be honest, um, really does a good job of teaching you and building on mechanics and adding variances to them. Uh-huh. So it's a yeah. it's a simple gameplay mechanic at its base, but the variations that you're able to do on it lead to a very deep gameplay experience. Yeah. So um, whenever they're... I know they're getting close to being done. Uh, whenever that gets out, everyone get Cannon Brawl. It's fantastic, especially multiplayer. Wanna, it's got a good single-player campaign with AI, AI but multiplayer is going to be fantastic. I'm going to make That's one awesome. comment about one of the PAX 10 games that you probably can't say anything about, but the, the Bridge guys. Um, bridge... <coughs> 
seems like a pretty cool game, but I have never read a more pretentious game description in my entire life. Oh, I, I yeah. I'm oh my god, their game description is it, it's 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 like you know a. Simple gameplay mechanics that challenge your perceptions of reality. And when you beat a puzzle, it'll... uh, I don't remember how they put it, but it's like... um, It'll give you a profound sense of intellectual satisfaction and stuff. It's just like... Was that the one where you're throwing the paint? uh, No, that's the Unfinished Swan. Uh, But I was just like... I was reading that and I'm like... It's... No video game, period. Nothing with a controller in my hand is going to give me a profound sense of intellectual satisfaction. <laughs> no. No. Ever. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's tough being indie, right? Because you, you, you have to try so hard to stand out. Yes. I mean, and, and so I wonder if part of that was them trying to, okay, we need to do something different. Whether it was the right choice or not, who knows. But yeah, I... Uh, <laughs> Did you get to see much of uh, aside from the PAX ten? Did you get to see much of the indie stuff there? Uh, no, I, I didn't. Okay, I didn't oh, even man. get in. I mean, I, I know the PAX ten um, a little bit. I didn't even get a chance to play all of the PAX ten. Um, ironically, <laughs> the ones that came in eleven through thirteen, I know better because at the PAX Dev um, panel, we actually asked those who almost made the PAX ten, would you would you be willing to do this? Dev panel. It's for Pax Dev, which is an open to marketing and press. Right. Where we um, we give those three games to three very well known industry folks, and the panel is, what? Well, why do you think it didn't quite make it? So it's it's a pretty brutal. Well, it didn't do this like right. A or brutal exploration yeah, of their. Yeah, yeah, and and so you got to be really brave as a dev. But I moderate that panel, so I end up spending a lot more time with those three titles, mm-hmm. really drilling down on why you think it didn't work versus why it did. But God, and, that's uh, awesome because I mean, imagine how much normally people you would you would have to play test or or yeah. pay. That's got to be consultants yeah, or consultancy to come. It's got to be and invaluable that. really advice cool for those devs. I, I think that's why the devs agree to it. They realize yeah. the upside is worth the not necessarily blow to the humiliation, ego. but the, yeah, the blow to the ego you know of what, yeah. having it being in a public setting as opposed to a, a private exchange. But it's criticism as opposed to walking in to take a public whooping. I yeah, mean, you're, 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 you're not a bank CEO in front of Congress. You're <laughs> you're literally walking in like I was. I was Mister Close, but not quite, and I want to yeah. get past the not quite. And so, wow, yeah. there's a, p- a bunch of people up here that have gotten past the not quite. Help me not. Yeah, and have the potential That's to maybe awesome. because you know we've we've seen how how many games are in that indie area that have been at PAX two, three years in a row yes. and maybe not out yet. Um, so well, now even, those even guys have a PAX chance to games. hit the PAX, PAX 10 next year. Well, you know? e- even some of the PAX 10 games, I think Containment was submitted twice before, at least once yeah. before, but at least twice before to the PAX 10 yeah. and it didn't make it. Yeah. So then, you know, so they just keep refining and fixing it. Do you ever, that's a good question. Do you ever worry that maybe um, with as limited, I, I mean, I'm, sh- I'm sure there's a shitload of submissions that come in for the PAX 10, but um, you ever worry that if you continue, you continue getting this, the top 10 out of all of your submissions every year, if some of the ones that didn't make it before keep rising up into the top 10, that maybe you're kind of like, it's not really the top 10 anymore? If that makes any sense, you, like you, you were, had, you're, you're, like a, a f- we're diluting it, or, or a, a little bit, maybe hope? like a, like a like a false sense of the quality. Maybe it's because because you get the top ten year one, and if numbers uh, eleven through fourteen well, are in the top ten the next year, then 
are they actually that much better or are they just or are now are you actually just doing 11 through 20 from the previous year so no not necessarily because well first of all um none of them know exactly where they rank Okay. So even within the top ten, they don't know who got the highest score or whatever from right. the judges. Um, and because Pax Dev is basically closed, I mean, people can tweet and talk about, okay, we're in this panel, whatever. Mm, sure. We don't know which games were 11 through 13. Um, only those who were judges would know. Okay. Right. So mm. the, the public wouldn't know. And, I mean, like, so Containment, I bring them as an example. And to be honest, the only reason I know this is because they reminded me, like, I don't even remember judging it mm. in the past because they had refined and, and fixed it. So it hadn't made the 11 through whatever. It was down the list somewhere. Who knows? It might have been 14. It might have been 15. <laughs> the Bootsnake guys are fucking salespeople too, man. That guy has hit, hit us up twice, twice now, now sitting here doing our podcast and, like, was just, like... He's a really nice guy. Oh, yeah, Don't get me wrong; guy. He's a super yeah, he's nice a really guy. Nice but guy. he, man, he is just like well, you, he is. That's part of the problem. It goes back. Horror. It goes back to what we were talking about. It's so hard to get noticed, and you really, yeah. you have to be selling your game and your company, and sometimes even yourself mm-hmm. um, as a personality. Yeah, because um, you know, it, it, you just got to do everything you can. In fact, on one of the panels, someone said spam the publications I mean spam but be nice you need to constantly be sending press releases and emails to all the outlets all the time yeah. in hopes that they pick one up um, and I, I think a lot of that comes from um, Jonathan Blow everyone kind of knows his name it helps that Braid is a fantastic freaking game Yeah, yeah. Uh, but before Braid ever come out he was really good at just communicating to I'd always be seeing his stuff come up in my RSS mm-hmm. feed. Yeah. And I think a lot of indies have kind of taken that as a, a framework from which to try to, to, to promote their stuff. Yeah. Um, it's just discoverability in India is so hard. Oh, yeah. And, it was, was one and of even the when you make the PAX 10 is not like a guarantee of anything. Right. Yeah. And it, there was a, the, one of the – because I went panel crazy today and, and went Good and did a bunch you. of – that. that was, I was actually – Those of us that live our life in the panel rooms appreciate <laughs> I, I actually got to say I, I really enjoyed hitting the floor last year. This year when I was able to hit the panels st- – I'm sold on hitting the panels more than hitting most of anything else cool. because, to be fair, most of everything else on the main floor is going to be out in two months yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, one of the things that I hit was the, uh, and I'm looking up, it's the I Am Startup panel. Mm. And it was mostly about print and, and, and board and card publications. But it was interesting in so much the fact that one of the things that they were really talking about is they hear a bunch of folks that are absolutely at that, that next step up, if you will. So they're not it, a lot of the video game, it, the indie stuff there. If you're out in the PAX ten, if you're out in the indie spot, you can talk to the folks, and it's very clear. When you get into the panels about video games, there is a they get up, they talk, and they are ushered out the door as fast as humanly possible before they get mobbed by yeah. people, which is understandable because there's going to be there was like almost like four five hundred people in in the uh, I think it was the plot versus play panel okay. versus. And you got somebody up there that's yeah. written Halo or written uh, uh, for Portal Two, so yeah, obviously okay. get him out of the room before that's his yeah, day. Yeah, 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 yeah. What was interesting though is the fact that that's one of the things that they came down on on really big time was you don't just I mean obviously don't use the language that everybody else uses, but when you are 
uh, when you find what's different about mm-hmm. your title, mm-hmm. you have to market the hell yes. out of that and understand your scope. We, we actually made a comment about that wandering around the indie area uh, because we saw we did see some games that were, were they seemed like just this c- copies Demo. of other stuff or demos of other things right. and we, the exact comment that that uh, both Mike and I made was um, if you start your game if you start describing your game with the phrase well it's just like yeah. you're that's already, a problem you're, you're, you're already, already done, done. Yeah. you know um, that was, even if you even if you follow that up with it's just like blah but it's still the first thing people hear is still oh okay it's Bastion gotta go you know or so and that's actually in the picture game idea panel um, we use it for comedic relief Uh, you know oh it's like this meets this Um, but if you're actually pitching your game like that it has a tendency to yeah it kills it even when you're even in a joke pitch it kills it yeah Um, but at the same time it's a lot of fun to <laughs> to screw to, with people, yeah, to screw yeah. with people. But it's interesting how you can pitch it. When when I was talking with some of these guys, and they were saying, "Look, you know, when and I asked, you know, after the panel and got to talk to them, it's like when you're pitching something to like a larger publisher, you need to get somebody to invest in your game. Mm-hmm. You know, how is it that you relate? And one of the things is like, well, I, you know, I look at it as pick something from another genre." to relate to. Oh, you want to... Okay, I'm pitching a, a tabletop game. I do not want to say it's like D&D, it's like this, it's like... I go to them and go, did you ever see this movie? Want to live it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever see... Mm-hmm. Did you ever read this book? Want to live it? I mean, it's it's stuff like that where you, you can do the like X, but don't do it in the same genre and be really careful about the subject matter that you pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was really interesting. No, no, it's good cool stuff. I, I, you're... You're, you're, you're preaching to the choir. Um, I, <laughs> preaching even, to the guy that created the p- picture game panel because that's what he did for did, years, yeah, years, was yeah. hearing this shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I every developer meeting, it always boiled it down to, well, what's unique about your right, title? exactly. That's what it always boiled down to. Yeah. yeah. Proof of gameplay, what's unique? Yeah. And that's why um, I I think that's I part of the reason you kind of won. Yeah? Because nice. you had something very unique. Yeah. And you had a... A proof of gameplay that we could all visualize. Yeah. There, if you haven't seen it yet, by the way, Jeff, I know that you've been busy, but uh, Super Time Force, Super Time looks Force, looks fucking spectacular. No, I have not. Seen uh, it. Imagine sixteen-bit uh, side-scrolling shooter, but the mechanic is that when you die, you rewind to a check. You time rewind oh, okay, to a yes, checkpoint. I've heard of this, and you run alongside your ghost. Yeah, and if you kill the thing that killed kills your you. Re- last you, run, you, you get the life back. No, no, and, that's, see, that's a. Yeah. See, it's, it's and it's got Marines in the mouth of a Tyrannosaurus Rex. The Tyrannosaurus is a boss. He hits you, and then his mouth opens, and the Marine steps up and starts shooting at you. Oh, <laughs> I wish I had made that boss. <laughs> that is a good idea. Oh, we were going to use that as a as a enemy in Rings Look Forward. No, <laughs> and Just if kidding. not, you are now. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> I won't use it. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm out of gas. I'm, I am running low That's on totally gas, but cool. but I want to entertain you all continuously. So you, you, you do a good job. I appreciate yeah. that. Like, uh, like I said, you know, you you need to show up for. Oh one wait, of the I did want to ask you something. I did want to ask okay. you something because I yes. the brief moment I did look on social media, you did a picture of Phil Gordon. Yes. He was here. He was sitting at the Big Fish Games booth. God they damn ran, it! How did I miss? I this? know they ran a they ran a contest for some poker game that they're doing, and the winners of the contest on the web, the, what they won was the ability to sit down at a table with Phil Gordon and, and play get, a tournament. 
Jesus Christ. I know. That's exactly. Like, but, I walked up to the guy and I was like, how the f*** do I get into this game? And they're like, oh, sorry. It was a contest. Uh, and I'm son of a bitch. If I had known, yeah. I could have pulled some strings and at least shook his hand. I wouldn't put you in the tournament. No, I didn't need you to put me in the tournament, <laughs> but I would have liked to have shaken yeah, his hand, too. And Because it definitely was. He was sitting in the back in the middle of the table. He got done with the shit and he was fucking, he was like a ninja, man. Oh, and, I'm sure. And that's a big fucking ninja because that guy's like six foot eight. <laughs> and he's like, gone. Yeah, like, like, I'm sure he had handlers and things. But yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, honestly. And don't ask me about full tilt. Don't ask me about full tilt. Don't ask me about full tilt. No, I don't have I your would money. Not. No, I don't <laughs> have your money. I mean, I, I don't. I, I like poker. I play it casually. But the reason I got into it is horrible. It's because celebrity I poker showdown. The celebrity poker showdown. Yep. Yeah. And his little advice he was giving to the celebrities, which he got fed up of them playing horrible poker, which yeah. I think is why he left, right? Yeah. Um, it was how I kind of learned to play, and so when I'd play it, the little house game that uh-huh. I know you from, that's I, I I distinctly remember when I first started playing, no one would raise the opening bet. Really? Yeah, I think did I did, I must have started playing before you joined. Yeah, I think you, I did. you were you were yeah. playing in Eddie's game before me. Yeah. So when when no one was raising the opening bet, and so I've been watching celebrity poker. And the first time I won the home tournament there, our little home game tournament, I took his advice. If it's good enough to play, it's good enough to raise. Yeah. (laughs) And so I started opening triple the blinds. And no one was pushing. I go, holy shit, it works. I only have a pair of you can't see it, but fuck you, I'll take your money. Yeah. And then, of course, now everyone's super aggressive and goes to casinos and plays yeah. tournaments and stuff. And so I can't push uh, them over anymore. But that, yeah, I'm like, oh, my God, this is it was a huge epiphany for me. Um, plus, I thought he really did play well off Dave Foley. So he's one of the few <laughs> poker celebrities that I actually. When Dave Foley wasn't fucking lit on that show. <laughs> It's so awesome. Do you remember? Do you remember that line? One of the one of the celebrities was um, doing their charity was like uh, Maybelline cosmetics, but it was for cancer. And, and and Dave Foley's like, we don't make you look good. We make cancer look good. <laughs> like this total this total riff on, on the tagline yeah. of Maybelline. Oh, oh god, god, that's awesome. I freaking lost it. I'm like, how did that get past the edit? <laughs> I actually really enjoyed celebrity poker show. I did too. I mean, it, it wasn't a, yeah. it wasn't a good poker show, but it was a fun show to no. watch. It was hilarious. Yeah. I, I the, for to this day, I still fondly remember the episode where Sarah Silverman gets up and oh, like, the table. Dry, like oh, grinds oh, on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I was just like, I became a Sarah Silverman fan. Rewind. At that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Rewind. Do you remember the, the thirty second backup on my DVR was my best friend, friend in that ever. moment. <laughs> Remember? So normally the episodes were two hours long. Uh-huh. Do you remember the one hour long episode? No. I think it was Malcolm Jamal Warner. I can't remember for okay. sure. Like, wiped everyone out. Oh, really? Like, super fast. <laughs> like, everyone was going all in. He's like, outdrawn everybody and just crushed them. And like, okay, episode's done. And it was only an hour long. <laughs> Uh, we can't drag right. this episode out. It only lasted seven hands. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Uh, all right, well. I need to play poker again. Yes. You're, you said you're running out of gas. You're exhausted. I, I, I understand. Am. i got to go home yes. for the first yes. time, not sleep in a hotel room. Awesome. Even though I live 20 not minutes away right? at PAX, I live in a hotel room. Yeah. I, I can kind of understand that because like, I've actually thought about that in the past, about actually trying to get a hotel room down here instead of driving all the way back to Kirkland to go home because it's like... 
man, when I get finished and even just not even running stuff like you, but just being on the show floor all day, wandering around and then doing a podcast at night and then like... Did we even talk about the fact that this is going to be four days next year? No. No, we didn't. Oh. Oh, really? See, this is what you guys all right. Are you putting it on are you still uh, Labor Day weekend and then go yeah, pushing now, into now, Labor Day? Okay. I believe so. I don't know for sure. Um, okay, so two announcements that Fuck sort you, of you, Bumper Shoot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did not say that. That was not me. On the record, we love our friends in Seattle that have other activities for those who don't want to come to PAX, but you should come to PAX. Um, so, yeah. So, at the very first Q&A with Mike and Jerry, they announced that PAX Prime next year, this is one of the things to alleviate the fact that we sold out of passes in 22 hours. Yeah. Um, is that it's going to go to a fourth day. I well, don't remember 20, for sure if 22 it's 22 hours if you count the fact that the system crashed crash. twice. So, <laughs> you know, we, we tried to make it better. The new vendor didn't quite make it happen. And a lot of behind the scenes. Every decision we make is try to make things better for our fans and the attendees. And sometimes <laughs> things get messed up. We try. This week right. on Shit Happens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, four days. Now, I don't I don't know for sure if it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I think it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. My, okay. my, my view of PAX is so myopic. My kind, of, my, my kind of hope, to be entirely honest, my hope would be if it's still on Labor Day weekend that it would still be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday. because the Monday... Monday. The automatic Monday day off recovery day day. was spectacular, especially if I'm going to be here for four days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm sure we'll. That's my piece of advice for your company for next year. One day of panels, I have eight pages of notes to go through tomorrow. (laughs) That would be awesome. The other one is a third PAX. PAX Australia. Australia? I'm there. I'm there. Uh, 22 hours on a plane. I'm fine. All we've announced is 2013. Okay. So there will be next year a PAX in Australia. Awesome. Awesome. Well, do you know what city? I Please. know. I can't tell you. <laughs> Please say Melbourne. Please say Melbourne. Not Sydney, Melbourne. Melbourne. I'm not going to say Melbourne, anything. Melbourne, Melbourne. I can't even hint. I know. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I'm super excited because my honeymoon was in Australia, actually. I love, yeah. I love the country. You know that Gen Con tried to do that and failed miserably, right? It, yeah, well, I did not that. know that, but now I do. Thank you for that warning. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, maybe we can think, rethink this. <laughs> no, we've Cookie, done a lot of... Eject, eject, eject. Yeah, to, to, to use one of the horrible business terms, we've done our due diligence. <laughs> um, no, it's I'm I'm really excited because I know the, the gaming community down there is really good. Yes. Yes. Um, I mean, yeah... I, I, I think what so the dollar right now is pretty equal, but the yeah. game still cost about 120 bucks down there. Yeah, there's a there's a tax oof. structure thing that that basically between shipping stuff between yeah. the United States and Australia, where it, they get screwed on prices, and yet they still they still buy buy like crazy. Yeah, yeah, down yeah. There. And, 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 and they're and, avid gamers. And, and I see our, our traffic where it comes from, and, and you know, PAX yeah. always has a ton of Australian visitors. So mm-hmm. I'm super excited to go back. I hope I get to go back. I don't even know how the staffing's going to work. So. Um, but yeah, and, and then I'm hoping it also draws from uh, a lot of the Asian countries. We'll get, you know, the South yeah. Korea and, and, and Japan and and uh, those players. Uh, I'm just excited to be able to to bring packs to people who normally That's maybe awesome. won't get yeah, a chance exactly. to come to the states. I, I I haven't even gone to PAX East yet. I want to, but I might. I might just forgo PAX East for PAX Australia. No, I understand. Like, I, yeah. when, when you're not going as a job, you have to manage your resources accordingly. Yeah. I, the, I, I love PAX East because we can do everything in one venue. Um, yeah. Just because the convention center is 
humongous. Huge, huge, yeah. yeah. Um, my wife uh, went to Gamescom this year because she was in Germany and said that their con- their convention hall, um, the way she described it to me was like the the main the one main hall in here mm-hmm. at PAX uh, about like if you cut off where the NDA games was just made yeah. it that one hall about you know two third three quarters the size of your hall times five yeah. And it's only five of twelve halls in their convention yeah. center. Was like, this is the one the Essien or, or? Uh, Cologne? Oh, okay, in Cologne. Yeah. It's just but, yeah, Seattle. October. Seattle was not a city built for conventions no. of this scale. No. And I'm, I'm, I, the last, the last thing I'll say is, as the nerd, like, hey, I'm talking to the PAX guy, is. Please, please don't move it anywhere else. <laughs> like, don't move the West hey, Coast one to Seattle, some shit Seattle, city like L.A. or Seattle's like, my hometown too. I yeah. I hope that you know, but that ultimately we gotta do what's, what's best for the show. I have no control over that, but uh, unless you move it to the Portland Convention Center, which I, I would yeah, accept that because it's bigger. It is. It oh, is yeah. actually. Yeah, it is. It's, it's bigger. It's, like it's better laid size. out, and it, the only problem is it doesn't have hotels. Very many hotels are like right nearby. Yeah. But Portland's awesome. Anyway, that's that's my downtown Tacoma, so I don't have to drive. No one wants Nothing to go to will ever be in downtown Tacoma. <laughs> yes, exactly. What did I tell you the other day? Anything north of 122, I carry a pistol. <laughs> and yet somehow we're all supposed to go there. <laughs> well, really, say what? So, just, okay, I just. Know. So many jokes, jokes that are inappropriate. So I'm not going to say it. I love Tacoma. <laughs> Union <laughs> station is very nice, and they got a really nice marina. <laughs> Point Defiance is, a, is an awesome zoo. It's and zoo. please don't kill me. Oh. <laughs> I live there. It's a toilet. <laughs> I don't care. I don't, I don't care. I, don't, I, just, I, don't. I remember oh. having to go to St. Joe's for... A family member who was injured, and like the guard's uh, like, "Okay, I'm gonna walk you to your car now." I'm like, "Say what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you want that escort? It's, it's two thirty in the afternoon. What do yeah, you mean you walk me to my car? <laughs> what? Daylight stops crime? Fuck no. Say what? All right. Well, uh, way off subject. Uh, yes. Four day packs next year. That's awesome. Yes, packs yes. Australia. Awesome. And, uh, uh, yeah. Thank you very much for no taking the Thank time again to come on the show and talk about stuff. Uh, it's I really always... like the sound of my own voice, so I appreciate you giving me this venue. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, uh, we love having you on the show, man, and I, I we do it. we really do appreciate fun. you coming and and taking like the time. With, uh, you're you're always doing it on a Sunday evening when you're exhausted, and that's uh, that actually it's means the only a lot. open time at this point. It's I, like, well, yeah. Etsy, I could either go do this podcast or I could tape up boxes that need to go back to storage. The boxes are pretty fun. Like the, pi- <laughs> <laughs> like the pillows. Uh, okay. yeah, the bean bags. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Yeah, we were talking about the Zipless fact that one of the, the one of the TV shows that we need to pitch is the comedic, the, the adventure of what happens to the bean bags. <laughs> <laughs> Their just, journey I, of cleansing. We, we actually and have a detox. contract with the EPA and they bring it in a giant machine. Just feed them in, they get gas. Oh my God, I just realized you could do, you could totally do an episode of Dirty Jobs with the, oh, bring them yeah. in to pick up those fucking oh, oh God. Those sumo bags. <laughs> sumo <laughs> See, I'm going like, I'm okay. going like super retro so, with this. As bad Stage as the sumo bags pillows. are, I had a friend who used to work at a, a establishment called Discovery Zone. 
Yes. Uh, <laughs> ball pit. Vegas. The Just, ball pit. Yes. Yes. The ball oh, pit. So God. any, you notice McDonald's doesn't have ball pits anymore. No. Yeah. Ball pits are the filthiest yes. place yes. in all of humanity. Oh, yes. He says they would have to, they would find the most horrible. I, I did hear a story about a. a it was a, like about, downtown Tacoma in the ball pit. <laughs> Yeah, see, I'm like going uh, retro with that the, around. Yeah, yeah that's a go. good callback, sir. I see what sir. you did there. I see what you did. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. we're done. Let's get this wrapped up. All right. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate and it. I was going to let you <laughs> count us out. I was gonna, and we're out. But that's Thanks. your show. I'm I got to thank everybody else. Hey, thank you for coming. I appreciate it. You guys yes. are great. <laughs> and we're out. So, <laughs> Whoever the hell you are. I also want to thank. Uh, uh, Mike, Mike Atron and Anne yes. who were on the show earlier uh, thank you Eddie for coming out Zima Soup <laughs> thank you thank you Matt very good to be back thank, thank you James it's your, it's your pleasure uh, say thank you to thank you to Dwayne I think Zima Soup is the only way you can make it taste better is <laughs> if you could add things to it to overpower the flavor more garlic <laughs> and we're wow. out genius genius